When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. March 8th, 2021, Evil Woman. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about Monday Night Raw. Well, we could tell what they think is the headline segment with Alexa and Randy Orton tonight as we end the show. Looking at this build, Bray Wyatt, not yet. I assume he's inside the little box. It's going to pop up out of the box. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> probably after, probably the night after Fastlane. So, uh, Glenn, are you still liking this? I, I got to be honest. Tonight, the start and this end. The in between, there were was, was some moments. No, I mean the Alexa Bliss no. and stuff. Yeah. It was one of the better things to know. It was one of the better things tonight. That's what I'm saying. Like, this at the ending at least got my attention. If this hadn't happened at the ending... I would have been looking at like, you know, so, random. So, stuff so I had to be, I had to be very honest with myself, Glenn, and I get yeah. to a habit of this, and I think other fans do too. When we're really rooting for something to do well, we give it more life than we would other sure. talents segments. I think we can all admit to that. This is one of them. You guys rewind these shows, watch them in the past. I rave, rave about the magical powers of one Bray Wyatt and how much I love it. Can't get enough of it. I dig it. I really dig the, uh, more importantly, the transition into Alexa becoming a bigger star and taking an impossible situation that I know I could never pull off and pulling it off in spades. And then it started to run its course, started to get, it started to drag. Nothing was really happening. And that's not her fault. That's their fault. But still, it was kind of wearing thin. And I wouldn't admit it. I was like, no, it's still great, you know, and Raj would bury like the magical parts. And I'm like, you're crazy, Raj, you're missing out. But in the back of my head, I've got to be honest, I was starting to like not feel it as much. I would say three weeks prior to me finally admitting it that <laughs> yeah. I've had enough. I've had you know, enough. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Matt. And you know what this is like? You ever like watch a movie that you really love with your wife or you take her to a restaurant and you're just like halfway through like, come on, isn't this awesome? Isn't this great? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's not on board. And finally, by the end, you're like sulking. You're like, okay, it wasn't that cool. I'm sorry. I'm the worst movie picker of all time. So this is a common occurrence in my household. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Sometimes it's hard to keep the faith, keep the enthusiasm, you know? Yes. But uh, look, what was what was better? The Alexa Randy thing at the end or the Shane okay. Braun segment? Oh. Yeah. Okay, he, okay, he, ha he has a point there. You do have a point. Um, but again, we're, you know, talking, you know, the, being the world's tallest uh, short person, right? Like like this, we're not really comparing it to something big here, uh, something fantastic or whatever. So I don't know. I just, I, I got to let go of this and just hope for the best. <laughs> I'm breaking up with them. 
<laughs> Brett Murphy, <laughs> bring it up. If you want a true definition of a poop fest, go to Shane's promo. <laughs> <laughs> that was new levels of bad. I, I tweeted, like, I, I think that's the worst segment I've ever seen Shane McMahon in. Yeah. He's usually not in many. He's usually pretty good. They use him pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Paul Perry said, Matt, please do more Kenny Omega pyro talk. It's the funniest stuff I've heard in a long time. I heard he built the pyro for the posts in the Orton Styles match. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys think we should hire him in Longwood for our 4th of July? <laughs> Uh, AEW obviously having a rough day today with how that pay-per-view went off. I, I, I'm having kind of a rough day myself. I was, uh, real quick, get this, uh, get this out there. I, I, I posted it on Twitter this morning, but I, I made a, a, a line. I said something about, uh, during the Hikaru Shida, uh, match recap on last night's podcast that was just trash. And, um, I really do apologize. That's not, you know, it was so disrespectful and, uh, I, I apologize for that. It's, it's really been bothering me uh that i said it and um uh, anyway uh i do apologize for that and yeah. good on you as soon as i was saying it as soon as i was saying it last night i was i was in mid-sentence i was like oh what am i doing why am i saying this yeah um, you could kind of see it i usually talk over everybody and this probably i'm sure was no different um but i got that vibe from you as well so good on you for uh you know uh uh holding true to your conscience it was trash, and I'm really sorry. It happens, brother. So, uh, Justin Lopez, 499, saying Raw was rough tonight. Off topic, y'all yes, think Kingston still selling the fumes from last night? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you can't, you cannot entertain me enough with these comments. Please, more, more, more. Oh, boy, poor Eddie Kingston. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, you know, Ross, like, Raw had an opportunity here tonight to do something. And get our minds off of that disaster from last night. Yeah. What do we have here? Jacoby Wright, 499, saying, I thought the first two hours of Raw were pretty decent, but the last hour, okay. eh, and the shame stuff, eh. I kind of agree. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, yeah. I mean, there were some high points, right? Everything with Bobby Lashley, good. Yes. I thought the women's stuff oh, yeah. was good tonight. Um yes. Think with uh, Drew and Sheamus, great match. Not sure I'm invested in the story, but great match tonight. You can always count on them having a great match. It's just that you know Drew is going to win, or I mean, yeah. he's not getting beat. And uh, this seemed like a setup for something at Fastlane, probably a Last Man Standing yeah. or Falls Count Anywhere, something like that. Yeah. What else tonight? We opened with the recap of last week. Bobby Lashley winning the title off the Miz, becoming the new champion. And uh, we get the rematch. First thing off the bat tonight with Bobby Lashley retaining due to the hurt lock. Uh, I mean, is it, you guys, this is it with the Miz and Bobby. Miz is going to go back to Bad Bunny now? Yes. Well, no question. And I love Miz. I really do love Miz. But, uh, yeah, this is exactly what should have happened. And I was talking to you guys before the show, I just want to share with the fans that, I mean, I'm sure I'm up on myself in this opinion here. It's not some crazy epiphany, but I was making the joke, like, WWE's, like, you know, patting themselves on the back for, like, this. We we discovered this young up-and-comer, Bobby Lashley. It's like, he's been there for years. He's been ready 
four years, plural, many yeah. years he's been ready. Um, happy to see him finally get here and get this opportunity. Um, but again, he's been ready. He's not learned some new skill set that they've taught him in the last two years or three years. He's been ready since he came back from Impact, quite frankly. And I will argue when he was with Impact, he was cutting the best promos of his career. Go back and watch him, guys. I know you like to make fun of Impact, blah, 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 blah. But I'm, I'm telling you, when he was there, go back and watch those promos. They were very good. And he was with MVP. I mean, like, a lot of what they did there, they're kind of doing here. The Beatdown Club how is kind of similar. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, the Beatdown Clubs, it had Samoa Joe, Loki, and Kenny for my Tough Enough season. Right, Kenny King. Um, yeah. Kenny King, thank you. Um, and and uh, uh, him. And it was a very good stable. But Bobby w- was a domineering, was a very dominating champion there. And I think he should be a dominating champion here. I hope they... I know everyone wants to see Drew win the title again in front of fans, and that's great, but I'm sorry. The bigger money is in Bobby Lashley, a nice, lengthy title run. I mean, he's as believable as they get as a yeah. world heavyweight champion. And they changed up his entrance tonight. You saw that with the video and the, the, the lightning bolts and everything. It was super cool. Like, it just gave off the a huge star vibe. There, like there are certain talents, you guys, I think you'll agree. Brian Cage is another one, and we saw last night's pay-per-view. When you give them that sizzle, there are certain entertainers that can make it, make more with it, and it works. Brock Lesnar is another one. When you do like these kind of like videos, or or in this case tonight with Bobby's entrance, there's a little wrinkle to it. It adds so much more because of how they their their physical. What's the word I'm looking for? Their physical charisma they have that other stars do not have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think uh, so. From here, it's going to be Bobby versus Drew at WrestleMania with Drew versus Sheamus, last man standing at Fastlane. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know what they do with Bobby at uh, Fastlane. I guess they could do Miz and Morrison in the handicap match if they wanted to. But there you uh, go. Yeah, I mean we've talked about it on here. It it definitely seems like it's designed to have Drew beat Bobby in front of fans, um, and get his big title win in front of fans, but. To your point, Matt, he's he's on a roll, and I, yeah, I, I just feel like maybe this is one of those times to call an audible and and have Lashley win it and is. have a lengthy reign, and then get to Drew again later. It, it is now. Here's my only thing: it's Vince McMahon, it's WrestleMania, two world champion heels retaining at Mania. Mm. He can't resist. I wish he could. I wish he could, but I don't think he can. I mean. He's not disciplined enough. I can't believe I'm saying that about the billion yeah. dollar genius. <laughs> like, who the hell am I? I don't have my own company. <laughs> yeah, but mean, you know what I mean? Though? Point. Yeah. I mean, because WrestleMania is usually that happy ending at the end. And granted, there are yes. some exceptions, obviously, over the years. But for the most part, it's it, it's a coronation or the top, your top baby face with the big win. And so right. I, I, I definitely see your points. Having two nights where the heel goes over, unless. Again, you end one night with like Sasha and Bianca, which I think should Has be. To end. That's how I would end it for sure. Yeah. For multiple reasons. Yeah. Um, because that's a great, that in my opinion is the best feel good story they have an opportunity to tell with yeah. that yeah. baby face winning. Absolutely. I mean, looking at it though, right now, I think uh, Drew becoming champ again is actually a step down from where Bobby is at right now. I think with Drew. He's very good. Yeah. He's great You're in right. the ring, 
but I don't think we ever really got a character out of him that connected. And, and it's tough because he never had the fans in front of him. I will defend him on that because I think he was going to get there and he was showing the signs of it. He was super over. We eliminated Brock. Holy right. crap. He was made yeah. right there. Yeah. And I, I think the poor guy never got an opportunity to wrestle in front of fans as this champion, this believable champion, quite frankly. He's another one that's believable. Oh, it's sure. just, you know, I just, uh, who's to say? We never got a real chance. He never got a real chance to do in front of live fans. So we really don't know. I'll tell you though, man, looking back on Drew's run and he's had some good moments, but the best moment I think he had in terms of character and really making you just get a reaction like, Oh, that guy. And it was when he was a heel, when he pulled that thing with Heath Slater of, Oh, Hey, Heath, times are hard. I know you got kids. You need some, you need an opportunity. You need a little more money. You need this. And he just like savagely beat the crap out of him backstage. That was yeah. probably the most, striking moment that he's had i feel there's a face he still hasn't quite cut that promo yet you know that you really no. just buy in and believe because a guy like that's never the underdog with lapsy you are <laughs> yeah yeah with, with bobby he is because he's jack but yeah <laughs> real quick uh nyc <laughs> demon diva saying eddie kingston needs to just come out on wednesday and say he passed out from secondhand embarrassment that would <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> how long did that take? That's really good. Did you steal that? That's 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 really good. That's that great. is uh, that's very well played. She's hilarious for the record. Yes, <laughs> Jack's Collins saying I tweeted Labar saying they should have <laughs> blew up the ring at the start of Raw and called it a night as a joke, but now I wish they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Petaleo saying poor Shane still out of breath from helping Kenny. Hey, Chris Pentaleo, I just want to say thank you. He's another one that comes on my, my uh, political page and, and likes all oh, my nice. posts and makes nice comments about my family. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> no, nice to Finally, Paul Perry, it doesn't matter who wins the main events at Mania as long as Kenny Omega is in charge of building the ring, the set, and the fire. <laughs> <laughs> the WrestleMania set. <laughs> oh, this is great. This uh. is great. <clears throat> so we went from Bobby and his first successful title defense, uh, Drew cutting a promo backstage, uh, Seamus unloading on Drew and brawling around saying he started living in Drew's shadow. Um, and then we saw a recap of what's been happening with Braun and Shane McMahon, Strowman backstage with our truth our truth comedic gold as always. But then Strowman comes out to the ring and addresses Shane McMahon. Uh, this thing about stupid, this to me felt, I'm going to say it, this felt more forced with Braun and the stupid thing than Marty McFly and the chicken thing and Back to the Future 2 and 3. This just felt very wedged in. Very manufactured. It was. No, no. It, 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 he, was reading, he was reading a script. No question. You're right. And it just doesn't make sense. Braun shouldn't give a shit what you think about his intelligence. Right. Nobody calls me chicken. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it felt like, you know. I mean, I don't know. And then Shane. I mean, Matt. I have to admit, when he when he did the stutter thing, I was like, "Where's this going for a second? Uh, but Shane and the way that he like it didn't quite land. The comedy no. they were using, where he was saying, "I'm not calling you stupid. I'm not saying this." Like they didn't. That could have been on, on paper. That was a lot funnier than it came out. The way that he was doing those insults trying to make them not sound like insults it was I mean, weird. Sh- oh, sorry go ahead matt am i am i being too much of a wimp here maybe 
But like, doesn't this go against their be a star stuff and other? <laughs> Am I being a wimp about it, Tommy? You guys could tell me if I'm well, in soft. Snowflake Matt I Morgan. Uh, with if the... I am, you guys can attack me with. It. I'm asking the question though. I'm putting it out there. I mean, I think wrestling in general is just yeah. uh, counter counter to the be a star initiative. You just got to kind so, of be like, you got to get. They're the acting game. here, you know. But, yeah. You know, okay, and we've seen that Otis got uh, like a lot was the butt of a lot of fat jokes. Like, they, I think, they the be a star thing is not an edict in uh WWE program, just I mean, the word they, they had Nye and Shayna making fun of each other's appearances, you know. Yeah, um, but the word, the word stupid though, it's oh, it's yeah. often it's often misused for, for those that can't control because they have maybe some maybe they have different types of special needs. Hmm. That's all, yeah, yeah. I don't no, know. Like true. I said, I, I, I'm a dad of a special needs kid, so I'm definitely reading this through a very myopic, a very, very tiny lens, to be fair. So, like I said, I could be totally overanalyzing this, and you guys got to call me out. No, I think that's fair. Although, I mean, honestly, dude, 20 years ago, I think uh, the language oh. would have been, been a lot worse oh, yeah. and just reprehensible. Remember uh, the playground? You, oh, my God, the words you would be, you'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see your point. But yeah, I'm thinking uh, Alexa bullied Naya about her weight. Like Alexa did oh a God. running campaign. Yes, yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that was like vicious. So I agree, Matt. Like they definitely go far with this, but that's part of the. Th- I mean, you but couldn't have. It, yeah. Yeah. How can you be yeah. a kind heel? You're right. supposed to put real life. I'm answering my own question, actually. Yeah, you're supposed to put real life things, if you will, um, into play here. And if the more real you can make it make people really believe you're this big of an a-hole for making fun of somebody like this that should be the intent to get them to hate your guts and hope you die as the heel and then the baby face overcomes this and everybody gets their yay moment out of it and that by that token i think they're actually kind of more often than not kind of tame in the way that they try and get heat like that's why i was saying the drew thing with heath like that was legit like messed up uh but in in a good very heelish way so i agree with you matt to an extent but i think that um if they start taking that into account like i don't know what they would do week in and week out for stories yeah uh seller justin lopez bringing up a a good point they're recycling the big show and shane uh angle from 20 years ago when shane was doing oh my god where did he go yes i just as soon as he said that now i remember it yeah Yeah. he's right i'd forgotten about that too yeah Uh, yeah totally and Jax Callens uh, with the 499 Super Chat. Thank you, Jax. Uh, real quick, guys. Honestly, does this feel like mania season? I'm excited for one match so far. Otherwise, I got nothing but maybe a return of Bray. No, it does not feel like mania. No. A part of that is because they got Fastlane. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is a speed bump, you know? Like, you can't start really putting the so, hard build. So, okay. W- w- the build for Sasha and Bianca feels mania for me. That feels very mania-ish. I think without um, Re- Reginald now, it's going to be way better because I thought Reginald it, was watering it down. I'm going even. I'm going back to the night that Bianca won. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, from that moment on, you always get that sensation of okay, so this is the next big thing. This is the one that's going to be the next big deal in this company, the next world champion. This is going to be cool to watch evolve. You know, till we get to Mania. Then finally the cherry on the top is he or she wins, right? But uh, that's the only one I've gotten this from. I'll be honest. Yeah. 
So Chris Benlio pointed this out, saying Shane's talking is off, talks very low and no energy. That was the funny thing tonight. Braun sounded more articulate and right. better spoken than Shane did. It completely negated the point. Hashtag low energy Shane. <laughs> and man, something's like the microphone is like uh, like three feet away from his face, and you could hear his breathing, <laughs> like in you know in stereo. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. It was so distracting yes. to me. It, it was. Uh, Sean Wiley, $5, saying, could you see an alliance with The Fiend and Randy Orton? I really think uh, almost is going to end up with the Hurt Business as their enforcer. If we get Ooh. Bray and Randy Orton again, I'm stopping to watch rest whatever show they're on, because that was really rough when it happened before. Yeah, we don't need to see that anymore. Uh, almost is where he needs to be. He's yeah. learning so much, you guys. I wish they were able to do house shows because I promise you he would quintuple his improvement from being on the road. AJ would probably let him ride with him where he'd school him on these car rides like a lot of veterans do with the younger person that's working with them. And then on top of it, being at ringside four nights a week watching the best in action and learning. Yeah. You know, So I feel bad for that reason. There's no live events for him to continue his pace of his curve of learning. But He's with the right person right now if if you want him to continue to learn. Okay. Um, yeah, Paul, uh, thank you for the super chat, but we don't do political yeah. uh, messages, but uh, taking uh, a shot about uh, how Shane is on the mic. Uh, Michael the Virus saying Shane getting blown up by having a five-word, five-minute segment. <laughs> <sighs> it was rough, man. Uh, Jody Shaw Jenkins, Canadian $5. Speaking of Mania season, I really hope they have something good for Apollo. He is really something right now. I would love to see him on Raw. It is interesting that just changing his presentation up a little. I'm not. I'm not sure about the spear, but um, with the the scarf and everything, he just looks like a star now. Like they've in like three weeks, he's just. Uh, I think they've done a good job with him. Yeah. No, oh, absolutely. Hey, let's take a moment. To thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Stereo. So if you ever watch this wrestling Inc. podcast and you scream your opinions into the abyss just hoping we can hear you you send a super chat but you say that's not enough you must hear my voice you must hear my passion you must hear my emotion well stereo is the app for you because we go live on stereo once a week myself and matt morgan and you can ask us questions directly on the app you hit the microphone button you record your message we play them during the show we have our live uh, kind of an after party exclusively on stereo. Usually we've been doing it on Monday. We did it Friday last week. This week we're going to do one. We have not announced the date or time yet, but what we want you to do is download the stereo app. It's available for iOS or Android. Check it out. There are tons of great conversations on there and you can host your own, listen to others, participate, ask questions. And uh, if you go on there and you download that app and you follow Glenn Rubenstein, stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein and stereo.com slash Matt Morgan, you'll be notified when we go live later this week for our special edition of the after show, as it were. And NYC Demon Diva, Issa has been doing chats on stereo as well. So be sure to give her a follow. And you'll be notified when she goes live. We've been having such a good time on stereo Friday night. Matt and I got, we were on there for what, Matt, like two hours, just uh, talking with the folks, you know, it's uh, the chopping best. it up. It's really it's good. The best. We get in some really, really cool conversations that you never expect us to get into. And uh, again, you all, I say it, I, I'm the one who started saying this because it's the truth. You, you all drive the show. We don't have any skeleton uh, type of structure of how we're going to go with our shows. It's That's not how we are. That's not what, what our best 
uh, attributes work hand in hand together. Me and Glenn both, uh, we work best together playing off of you guys of what you guys want to talk about and nothing's off limits. That's what makes this show different than any other show. Absolutely. Last week, we've been talking about diet and exercise a lot, but we were talking about grief last week. Uh, we've been talking about motivation. We've been talking about hip hop quite a bit, about television. Uh, it's been a really, really great show. So download that stereo app, follow Matt yeah. Morgan, follow Glenn Rubenstein, follow NYC Demon Diva, and you'll be notified when we go live this week for our special edition of the after show, as it were. And we thank Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Terry Allen Jr., saying raw recap videos during the shows are unnecessary. Tonight, they seemed a little more obnoxious than usual. What did? The recap videos during Raw. Like, uh, check out what happened early, just moments ago on the show, earlier tonight. It's filler. It's, it's the kill time when they go longer. <clears throat> there, is a, there is a happy medium where you, where you do it. Um, I did, it did feel like, because they recapped Bobby Lashley's entrance, which was awesome. But, you know, that, that's something you don't really need to recap is the full entrance. But, um, yeah. Uh, Paul Perry, $5, saying, be careful, Matt. I hear the fumes from Jacksonville last night are about to reach Longwood. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to the show tonight. No DQ match. Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. This could have been a pay-per-view match. I'm, I'm curious to see how they top this at Fastlane. It was a good match, but nobody cares. Did anybody really care? I mean, I mean, that is the problem is they haven't presented Sheamus as Drew's equal, you know, for for months now. He he loses a lot, so it's hard to if you if you're just into action. This was a you know a really strong match, but you know, to Matt's point, when when there's no stakes, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, that, that does take away from it. Right. It's unfortunate. Um, cause I'm assuming yeah. their match at fastlane will probably be the winner gets, um, Bobby Lashley. At, yeah. So it'll have, it'll have a stip. I would guess. Who's Bobby in a face to fastlane. Uh, that's, I don't know. That's why I was saying maybe Miz and Morrison. Oh, handicap. Yeah. Like a handicap. They did that with, uh, they did that with Braun last summer, but, you know, it's kind of a throwaway pay-per-view anyway. Uh, Mr. Botsky, $5, saying, Still wish the blueprint was a surprise debut. I saw you at a house show in Mankato, Minnesota. You're friggin' huge, LOL. Uh, speaking of which, Matt, that video you posted in the gym the other day with that uh, uh, therapy uh, appliance, it was like, man, you're, you're, it's amazing to think that with your bodybuilding competition, you're going to be even more jacked than you already are. <laughs> It's the, the secret is you just get skinnier, honestly, folks. It makes you more vascular, more cut. So in pictures and videos, you look bigger. But if you saw me in life, like, geez, look at Skeletor over here. Um, you know what I mean? But uh, that's what you have to do to get in shape, the conditioning. Well, speaking but, of Skeletor, uh, I have to ask, did you watch the Masters of the Universe documentary? Love it. Love it. Where is I've that? probably watched it three nights in a row to put wow. me to bed. Not because it's boring, but yeah. because I like watching it. It's on Netflix, Raj. It's called The Power of Grayskull. Wow. I have not heard of this. I got to check that out. It really is worth it. It's so good. They go into pretty cool detail about a lot of stuff that I was not privy to as a little kid. True story. When I was a kid, I, 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 I Bubble Yum, they had this contest where you could win the entire Masters of the Universe collection. And what? I won. And I, I got what? the You Won rapper. 
And I gave it to my parents, and I think they probably thought it was bullshit or it wasn't real. And they never mailed it. <gasps> what? Uh, so you would have every like, figure? Yeah, you'd have every figure, the castle, everything. And I would every day I'd come home hoping for a giant box on the oh porch. Oh, my and... God. I would <laughs> never like, forgive my parents for that. Yeah, Mr. It, it was, Mrs. Gary, shame. Oh. oh, my God. Like, And or... when was this in the life cycle of He-Man? Because there were like 200 toys by the end there. This was probably like 85, 84. Okay, so yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. So this is probably their first one. You know what I mean? Beast or Evil Inn. Uh, sorry, Beast Man. Uh, Evil Inn. You know, Cyclops. Yeah. Oh, man. But that, that yeah. castle. And the castle. Yeah, the castle alone. Castle was awesome. The microphone thing was awesome. Yeah. Love He Man. Anyway. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of the Horde Pit. I'm thinking of the Evil Horde Pit with the microphone. Correction. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're just masters of the universe podcast at this point. Uh, so Such a great Nathaniel cook four ninety nine saying last year, this time Randy Orton was arguably the most over superstar. Now he's stuck doing this crap. Love the podcast. <laughs> it's true. You, him and edge. They were killing it last year at this point. <laughs> Love his comments. <laughs> um, the, T. Smitty, $3,005, saying, do you believe the live fans could turn on Drew if Vince has him go over Lashley and Mania? You guys are awesome. Thank you. Possibly. Possibly. Because the fans have been along for the ride. We're not like the originators of, hey, push Bobby Lashley, WWE. Like, everybody, I think, has thought this in the back of their head. Like, what the hell is taking them so long? Don't they see what they have in this guy? Right? So... I think because it's we've all been on that journey waiting forever for them to finally give him his chance. Yeah, I think there is a potential of that. Yeah. I have to say, Matt, you are day one. I think the day Bobby came back, if you go back to this podcast, Matt Morgan was uh, was saying this guy needs to be in the the picture for the heavyweight championship. Well, like Matt Nostradamus for this, like this is <laughs> no, the most. He- People were saying, oh, Raj was saying, oh, they, he could go against Brock. That'd be like a good, credible opponent for Brock. You were saying that. But I think, Matt, you, you're ceiling on Bobby. Like, you got in on that stock ground floor, you know? Because he's now. different than everybody. He's the most realistic-looking guy there. Yeah. Well, that first storyline they put him on with Sami Zayn didn't help. Sorry, Raj. You go. I got to say, I was in on, on Lashley 16 years ago during his first oh. <laughs> Like, when he, he had that pay-per-view main event feud with John Cena. I remember thinking, like, they should probably have Lashley go over here. I mean, the dude, he was young. He was, you know, up-and-comer, and he he was awesome. Yes, he's not changed his look. Yes, yeah. he's, he, he's, but he has improved yeah. to be able to carry himself on the stick if they put him in that situation now. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to turn on him at WrestleMania just because it's going to be a lot of locals at WrestleMania. It's going to be almost like a, a house show audience as opposed to all the international fans. So, right. Uh, They're going to yeah. go along with everything. Right. I could see them just going along. They're just happy to be there. I think as good as Lashley is now, it would be better if Leo Rush was back as a side man. No, no. MVP is awesome. <clears throat> Why not both? Yeah. Let's see Leo Rush in a wrestling role doing his shit talking. I agree. At yeah. the same time as wrestling. Right. Yeah. He's been doing indie dates, right? Yeah, and he he did stuff with MLW. He's so good. He is so he is. good. Uh, Chris Pantaleo saying, "I thought Matt would show up as Kenny's blueprint." They uh, <laughs> Kenny. Okay, Kenny. Kenny and I joke. I missed it. Went over my head. Chris, you see that this is what happens when you put people up. I put him over, and then look what he does. 
I need a soundboard and it needs to have Matt's laugh there. So I can just hit that on cue. Uh, <laughs> I want to make a joke. He doesn't quite catch. Uh, so <laughs> backstage AJ with almost calling out Randy Orton, setting up their match for the later in the night. And then Xavier Woods versus Shelton. Benjamin. I, I do got to say this when, yeah. when almost does wrestle, he should watch that Shaq match because that they did that pretty well. I thought with, uh, just how Shaq worked like the giant didn't have to do too much. Just picked his spots. And, uh, yeah. One small, one small critique that I did not like is Shaq did not step over the top rope. Oh, yeah. Like, dude almost tripped getting, like, rolling in through the second rope. Right. Like, he's he's huge. He doesn't need to push the top rope down to step over like the rest of us do. He can just, like, literally step over with no hands on the ropes or anything. Yeah. Um, just giant stuff, right? That makes you look all the more impressive. He's huge. Just yeah. huge. He is enormous. He looked like nine feet tall in that match. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and pretty so, jacked. And pretty jacked for the record. Oh, yeah. No, I thought Shaq. I mean, he blew away my expectations. Yeah. Uh, lots of Rhea Ripley coming soon promos tonight. Good. All for it. I still think she should be a heel, just with how badly they used her last year. She's, you know, like we've we've said it, she's a star, and I don't want to see her misused again. Me so, neither. Wait, so you, wait, time out. You don't think she'll be brought back as a heel? I don't know. Um, I mean, she's been a babyface for a while now, so I could see her just keeping her as a babyface because that's what she's oh, been. No. If they do that, she will be lost in the shuffle. No, she's got to be a heel. Yeah. Uh, so... Let's see. Uh, we got another super chat. Uh, Mr. Botsky, $2. Lashley needs to go over. Hurt Business is gold. I hope they don't have uh, the Hurt Business lose the tag team ta- championships next week because they're doing that match with the New Day. Because they oh, look yeah. so cool as a group with all of them having gold. They really do. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what happened after that. Xavier Woods versus Shelton Benjamin. Xavier Woods picking up the win. Uh, I'm assuming her business versus New Day at Fastlane? No, it's next week. Oh, next week. Interesting. But Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle backstage. Matt Riddle cutting a promo about his match with Slapjack. Matt Riddle versus Slapjack. Matt Riddle winning over Slapjack. I just... And Slapjack's not a chump or anything like that. It's just this name is just I can't get past it. Yeah, the the presentation of him, it's just too goofy. But they actually had a good match, and Riddle actually always has good matches. But his always. character is just it, once he does those promos backstage, I just want to see him get his ass kicked. And he's the yes. baby face. Yep, counterproductive. You're 100 percent right. His character is so counterproductive for what they're trying to get from him. Yeah. It's rough. It's very rough. Um, but Slapjack, Matt, could you imagine if that was the moniker they gave you? I probably would have. You know what? I didn't want to be Matt Morgan. I'm like, no. Like, I'm telling my wife, my name sucks. It's so boring. Like, was Mike Smith taken? Like, I was making fun of like them using my real name. Thank huh. God, because I got to keep it. Yeah. Right. But. uh you know how it is. You don't like your voice. You don't like your name. I think everybody thinks that way about themselves. Wrestlers do. But um, so I probably like the mass marauder. I always joked and said or something lame like that. 
like I always wanted like, the missing link, like some wrestling <laughs> wrestling name. I always wanted. Yeah, yeah. I don't Was know. More, uh, Matt, did did they ever call you Eminem because you you know with the two M's? No. Yeah. Missed opportunity. Not backstage or anything? No. No. Double M. All right. Goof, hey, hey, goof. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I talk to my cats. That's how they talk to Matt backstage. <laughs> Uh, you know, Triple H. I don't know. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Stella Justin Lopez, 499, saying, I think Lashley debuted in 05 after Smovy W. Towns were visiting backstage. Vince saw him and said, Get him on TV tonight. That's a true story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think uh, I think Bruce Pritchard has told that story before, where, um, or maybe it was Jim Cornette, but yeah. Uh, Vince saw was like, Let's get him on TV. And everyone was like, Let's, we should slow him down because he's not ready yet. I, I, uh, was, I was up when that happened. It's yeah. true. I mean, that's not like some, like, of course he'd say that. Duh. Right. Jackson Collins with the real question. Do you feel Lashley should break away from the Hurt business no. now? No, not no. now. No, no. He's on a roll. The whole package just works. He's, it works. He just comes across as a superstar right now. Karana Shaw, $2, saying, love the Scorpion Sub-Zero gear from the New Day. I did, too, actually. Hmm? It's good, but I mean, come on, Macho Man Super Mario Brothers reference. I think it's the best. Huh? Nothing. No. <laughs> there was you. This point you made, Ross. It's your joke that I've stolen and run into the ground. Where every time a talent does a video game thing, you think, "Remember how oh. cool it was back in the day when Ultimate Warrior did an Akari Warriors reference?" Oh, gotcha. All right, gotcha. Akari Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Macho Man really did that. I was oh. about to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, that just takes away so many cool points. But thank yeah. God. Uh, Michael Lareda, five dollars. You think AEW should just sign Tessa Blanchard? Love the show. I, I don't know what her story is. What's her deal? Didn't she get all this heat? People like hate her or something? She's got heat. Um, but I mean, from a talent standpoint, absolutely. I mean, you know, we we talk about this all the time with AEW. We want to see, I want to see the women, you know, in the main event picture and elevated. And I think Tessa is someone that just comes in, oh. and brings in that credibility. Definitely, talent like, yeah. Great Omeister, Riddle's feet bother me. You and me both. <laughs> Since day one, even in NXT, when I disliked him less, uh, oh, Paul Perry. Five dollars, Slapjack, the worst character in the history of history. Uh, there. Wow. Did you watch wrestling in the mid nineties? Yeah, man. Hopper what, and the Goon and. What about the one that was like the half? Uh, Mantar. Cornet? Mantar. That's a pretty bad guy. That's and there was bad. that. There was that a magician guy, Phantasma, or something like that, who would like. String. I wrestled. I wrestled him in Puerto Rico. Ah. Wow. I swear to God. <laughs> That's pretty. I was pretty excited. Yeah, because he was already he was, he was already part of wrestle crap at that point. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Action Jackson bringing a bastard booger. Yeah. yeah. So Riddle won yeah, that, he's... and then we had Shane and Braun part two, and this was the one where he it was uh, really leaning into Braun stupid. And I, you know, Matt, I have to say it's funny because him when he did the stutter thing, I was like that actually seemed like the most bullying thing like sort of making fun of that like probably even more so than insulting his intelligence that just seemed really but but again like this whole segment wasn't funny this could have been clever but this was just lame lazy just lazy lazy well, they're, they're trying to make by numbers 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to your point, I mean, I thought this was the worst segment that Shane's ever been in. It Ooh. just went forever. And I think that it was meant to. It was supposed to get you annoyed with Shane since he's the heel in this. But it good is. God, it just dragged on. I, it, I, it felt like Shane just forgot all his lines is what it actually looked like when you're watching it. Well, it's one of those deals where Shane doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do. So I can't imagine him being part of something he doesn't want to be a part of. But right. with that said, judging off of his performance, I didn't feel like he really wants to be a part of this. Yeah. I, hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah. Nathaniel Cook, 199, saying almost should win the U.S. title in his first match at Mania. Where's all this almost love coming from? I like it. Don't get me wrong. Hey, if it means beating Matt Riddle. I'm all for it. I feel like We've the giant... got to take oh. our time with him, guys. Trust me when I tell you all. You want them to take their time with him. Look at how they built Braun when he first came in. That was smart. They just squash matches, get a little, a little better every week, and yep. just build them up slowly. You don't want to, you know, have him in a long match right off the bat when we, we don't even know what he could do yet. And technically, Braun was very lucky in that scenario because he came already up with the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm. And then sat out for like a hot minute after the Bray Wyatt was the, the the Wyatt family was disbanded, and then he started to get this push, this monster push, of each week a squash match essentially, right? Him and Nia Jax both were doing them on the same episodes actually, same mm-hmm. build. They both worked amazingly well for both talents, but normally it's when you first get called up, and then you start to get those squash match wins. Um, so Braun's lucky he was able to re-cement himself as, as, get all over uh, uh, that's the difference though right isn't that the difference of when you look different than everybody else and, and you're bigger than everybody else you you get those opportunities sometimes more than the average sized talent will right i mean deservedly so yeah so uh oh sean wiley Five dollars saying ultimate bummerage. I feel so sorry for you. Happy belated birthday, Glenn. Rhea Ripley what? to the hurt business. Sister Sherry worked for Harlem Heat. There, there's a lot. This punctuation would really, really <laughs> help. Sean, we thank you for the money, but like some commas, even a semicolon. Yeah. Well, I, I think he's referring for me of the He Man stuff, which Oh yeah, dude. I'd be in therapy about that still if I were. <laughs> yes, especially if we're coming home expecting to see a box every day. That would, uh, wow. Yeah. And um, I think the only, well, I'm sorry, Matt. When was your birthday? Uh, March 2nd, so a week ago. Happy birthday, jeez. Ah, you, your birthday is the same day as my wife. Oh, nice. <laughs> crazy. And Matt is the youngest person on this panel, believe it or not. That's the crazier part. That yeah. is crazy to me. Jeez. Um, so everyone, Raj needs your help. Your super chats are going to go to Raj reassembling a complete collection of He-Man memorabilia <laughs> so he can heal this childhood wound that has just been <laughs> gnawing at him for uh, 30 plus years. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys, that's the stuff you'd see in the back of a magazine. Like, and you, you wouldn't even enter it because you know you have no shot in hell of winning it. Yeah. And he won it. Like, I seriously, this would mind F the hell out of me as a oh, kid. Oh, man. And I, I remember opening that bubble yum and seeing that. And I remember, I mean, it was probably the most excited I'd ever been up until that point in my life. Yeah. It was. I bet. <laughs> what if you found out they cashed it in, they got it, and then you misbehaved, and they were like, we just decided not to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're old enough. Here you go. We've kept it. 
Mr. Bosky, $2. What do they do with Almost First Destroy? AJ. No. I think tag team with AJ. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You get the same blueprint, pun intended. No, pun unintended. Uh, Like uh, uh, Shawn Michaels and Diesel did. Why not just follow that same path? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, where are we? in? The, oh, uh, women's tag team title match, Lana and Naomi versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. This match went on for a good bit. Naomi looked really good. Lana did okay. But we knew Nia and Shayna were winning. And Nia is the sommelier in tow. She is now taking custody of the sommelier. Good. Gets him out of the main event. Fine by me. Exactly. Gets him out of Sasha and Bianca, so that's fine by me, too. Yeah. I hope they give uh, Naomi and Lana something more from here. I feel that... I don't know. Do you buy them as a tag team, though? See, I don't buy them as a tag team. I I buy that as, like, we've got to get, you know, uh, one of the two of these women on TV every week because she's incredible. And we've continuously held her down in as, as a singles talent for whatever rhyme or reason. I can't, I still can't figure out. Um, I'm speaking of Naomi, obviously. Yeah. Um, and it just a dumb makeshift tag team that there's no real. What's the emotion? Like, what's my emotional investment in them as a team, though? And Lana, I think, has improved. But if they break up, I mean, Naomi just needs to beat Lana, like decisively and then move on to something better she's such a great baby face though naomi i don't know it just felt like this was the blow off i mean they kind of just like i thought they were going to do a match at fast lane but yeah yeah they just kind of ended it i liked uh jack scooping up reginald carrying him off to safety yeah Uh, Randy Orton backstage cutting a promo on AJ. We got the second coming soon vignette for Rhea Ripley. Uh, Sarah backstage with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. So, what was with this? They're saying they deserve title shots. Yeah, the second coming vignette was really good, right there. By the way, I just want to point out. Sorry, but I think they're also not picking a side. I could see them going either direction based on how they're yes building her up. So what was this with Charlotte and giving like Dana and Lana or Dana and Mandy a pep talk here? I, Raj. Um, I think it's just to build opponents for Charlotte because she's going to be facing Shayna at WrestleMania. So, you know, so you get her beating Mandy Rose one week, Dana Brooke, you know, you don't think that's weird. Like, like, didn't you think she'd be in a much bigger match? Who, uh, Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah, with Lacey. Uh, that was supposed to be the yeah. match. Then, uh... Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. I mean, Asuka, if they if they treated her properly and, and oh, treated the yeah. title properly, that that yes. is a big match. But It is. It would be. But it just feels like a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Put the title on Charlotte again. Mm-hmm. And... I usually don't like everybody that comes and starts burying it and saying, oh, she gets preferential treatment. She always wins. How boring. I will admit, if she wins this, I will agree. Um, I like. I think, but they don't, but my problem with it, though, is this. I'm like, 
the, 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 like going against my own thought here, as I'm saying it to you guys, <laughs> because they're not going to do the right thing with Asuka. So if Asuka wins, they're mm. not going to continue to push her and have her beat all these other top-level talents either. They've got her where they need her to be, and that is the B to the Charlotte Flairs, Sasha Banks, uh, uh, um, now Bianca Belair, and companies A, if you will, as it were. Did I say that right, Glenn? I'll allow it. Uh, so, Stellar Justin Lopez, 499, saying it was pretty bad, but did you guys, did you guys, I'm assuming you say, see Dolph Lundgren's C-Man movie, Frank Langella killed it as Skeletor? You cut me off with that crap when I was asking you a legitimate question. Oh, wait, the, as it worth thing? Yeah, that was good. That was, no, yeah, no comparing the, the, the A to their B, I'm saying. Like, Asuka's treated as a level B to their level A's. Oh, um, except... And she's stuck there. Even as champion, she's a level B to them. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time she defended her title on a pay-per-view? Mm. They didn't have... They haven't booked her for a pay-per-view since so, October. So, so her beating Charlotte would only be good for me if they then said, okay, we're really going to give her the ball to run with a little bit more. We're going to bump her up to that A category now. Yeah. Then I'd be for it, but I don't know. Because Asuka, if anyone should be an A, it's, you know, Asuka... But you think so? Yeah. That's where Asuka being defeated for the championship by Rhea Ripley is the smartest way to use Asuka right now because Charlotte beating her means nothing. It just means Charlotte's the champ again, and then you do with that what you will. If right. Rhea beats her, that's a big deal. Okay. So you're saying after Mania? No, I think at Mania, Rhea beats Asuka. Yeah, I I don't hate it. In fact, you want a really good way to do it. Uh, they won't do this because they need Charlotte in something in Mania. But maybe you have Rhea beat down Charlotte and take Charlotte off TV for a couple of weeks. And that way you can set up Rhea Charlotte with Rhea as the champ. But Rhea needs to Rhea's win. A, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, Rhea does need to win. But then what do you do with Asuka? Asuka should have, a, you know, have something at Mania. I think Asuka in the tag picture is great. I think they, they've never given her a great storyline. Yeah. You could say that about most of the women, though. Women get the women get dude, we we rave about the women's storylines, especially on NXT. What do you in mean? NXT, on NXT. That's oh. not the main roster though. I mean Bailey versus Sasha outside of that, uh yeah. Okay. Like, like a really strong one that feels like a main event. Like, like we'll see with Sasha like the, and Bianca. Like the tag team tonight's a great example. That's a weak storyline. Yeah, yeah. Becky versus Charlotte, <laughs> great. Becky versus Ronda worked really well, and how they said that. But a lot of times it's just kind of I don't know. There's no stakes, or the stakes are. I mean, for Charlotte beating Oscar, the stakes were Oscar's undefeated. Charlotte's gonna. <laughs> They did a couple that of awesome was... angles with Becky and, and Ronda, like when they were in that cop car and they were like trying to kick it out, kick, kick it open, and get out. Yeah. So Justin Lopez's question: the He-Man movie. I mean, we've all yes. seen it. I haven't yes. seen it. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, huh. I heard it was so bad from all my friends that I never. It, saw it. it it was, but as a fan, you have to see it. Yeah. And they got Frank Langella as Skeletor. Frank Langella, a serious actor, did this because his uh, son was a huge He-Man fan, so he did. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, it's Z five dollars. 
Matt, please sign a one-day WWE contract. Join the Congo line wow. for the elevator to Bad Bunny. Take the 24-7 title and destroy it live on the podcast. <laughs> 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 be, that, that, that was funny. That yeah. would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> destroy the elevator. <laughs> Bad Bunny. I would like to. I would like to. Zook Enigma, uh, Zook Enigma, Buck 99, saying uh, Becky Lynch will be back. When When do you think she'll oh, be yeah, back? Oh, yeah, when? Do we know? Uh, no. I mean, you know, uh, she just had the baby in December, right? And February, March. <laughs> yeah. You know what's great? Six months. I think yeah. eight months. And, you know, also during a pandemic, um, I don't know. I mean, because that's that's crazy that we're that he's right. Like I forgot about Becky Lynch. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. It is funny to watch a lot of male wrestling fans and wrestling personalities try to calculate what they think is the appropriate amount of time <laughs> between when you can give birth and then wrestle again. I do get a kick. I don't know no, what it is. How, I was calculating how long she's been out for. No, no, I know. I know. I'm not saying you, Matt. I'm saying a fans because I see online speculation and people were saying like she could be back at the Rumble, and I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like, I don't have the best grasp of it, but that's not possible. I don't. Maurice came back in like it was like three months or something. Like it Which was. Uh... I remember specifically looking to Larissa and going, how did she just do this? Yeah. How is she doing this? Yeah. I don't know. Was you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just found out how babies were made. I mean, how they're delivered still a mystery to me. Jackson Story. Callen. <laughs> Jackson Callen's 499. <laughs> we got not much to work off of, but see any surprise returns setting up feuds post mania. I don't see any surprise returns for a match. I, I, I just feel like if Brock was coming, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's a month away, a little over a month away. You, you would have had him on TV by now. Uh, Cena, maybe he does a swerve and appears, but I don't see him doing a match either. If anything, it'd probably be something like, you know, a comedy thing with Elias. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't really see any. And, and who else is there? Mm, I, Holberg, still think, I, guess. I still think we'll. I, I know you don't agree with me, but I still think we'll see Rock versus Roman eventually. Yeah. I you know in two years they're in L.A., but Rock is going to be that much older when they're when they are. Yeah. Mister mm-hmm. Botsky saying at Mania he wants to see a three way match between Rhea, Oscar, and Charlotte. That's what Glenn you were saying. Well, I think right? you, we. I don't. I don't think Charlotte has to be in that match. I think you do Rhea versus Oscar, and then well, Rhea Charlotte isn't Charlotte. just going to hang out. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think she's going to be sitting backstage at Gorilla with no match? Hell no. I know. See Charlotte Flair. She'll be on the card. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this is this is Monopoly Man five dollars off topic. A good show to watch during quarantine is NYPD Blue. Check it out on TV, the Heroes Not Cons TV channel, and Hulu. Best cop show of all time. Uh, Thank you, Dennis Franz. Thank you. Or, wasn't, that, wasn't that the guy's name, Dennis Franz? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Wire is still the best. I, I remember when the celebrities were getting really bad for WrestleMania, and there was that year they had the guy from NYPD Blue. The kid oh. from Home Improvement. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, I'll never forget it. it was, oh, yes. 
It was it so was really bad. bad. They did vignettes with him. <laughs> Do you remember the guy from the, the that show? Yeah. Not the kid, but Jonathan, the, um, Nicola, not Nicholas. The, yeah, Nicholas. Yes, yes, yeah. Nicholas something. Oh God, it couldn't even rotten. get JTT. Who's JTT? That's who, that's who he's talking about. Or Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was a get in the early nineties. Yes, oh, yeah. he was, but he was a kid. He just kind of sat there, right? It was kind of like years before that, actually. Ironically, who was Eric Bischoff's guy? Harvey. Uh, um, Jason Harvey. Yeah. Jason Harvey from Wonder Years was, you know, mulling around the area and judging matches at WCW. <laughs> I remember I interviewed him one time, and then after I was done, I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't ask him about Back to the Future because he's in that movie. That's it's right. Like the first time I've interviewed someone that was in Back to the Future, which is my favorite movie of all time. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He was in that, too. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. He plays the bratty actor on set. Kid That's actor. right. Yeah. I need to watch that again all the way through. I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, when I say roll, you better roll. You remember that? <laughs> no, I, I remember. I just haven't seen it in a while. It was uh, the scene. To show you what a Pee-wee nerd I am, it transitions right from that to the Twisted Sister scene. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Mr. Botsky, $5, saying Asuka takes the pin, sets up Rhea versus Charlotte for SummerSlam, not like they're treating Asuka great anyways. Yeah. Hopefully with Rhea going over. But Rhea should win. Otherwise, I think it would feel like a, a repeat of last year. It, it, yes. So the main event, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, a match we've seen before, oh. a match we saw tonight. I can't believe I'm saying ugh to that. This is Randy Orton versus freaking AJ Styles. You know what I mean? It was a WrestleMania match, right? Am I remembering correctly? Yes. Yes. It was. Like two years ago. But um, just, I don't know. Yeah, same here. I I couldn't get into it. And I, I, you know, part of it, I knew the magic was coming. So, (laughs) I. I, and yeah, him him, <laughs> him puking that chocolate or that tar or whatever that is. Ugh. He Brutal. tried to put it. I follow him on Instagram, Alex. You know, he puts a lot of family posts up there, and he was doing one with his like whole family, and he was actually he tried to even sell the black crap he had coming out of his face. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but what, what do you do? It's such gaga. I agree. Yeah. So, yes, Alexa Bliss shows up on the screen. She's got a jack-in-the-box with uh, a pentagram on it saying not yet for Bray Wyatt. She blows out a match, and then as she does that, the ring posts catch on fire. Uh, Then Randy Orton uh, doubles over, and uh, black stuff starts coming out of his mouth. Yeah, One of the ring posts didn't catch on fire. Oh, only three out of the four? Yeah. That's weird. More technical difficulties. I heard that was a shout-out to AEW. <laughs> a little tip of the cap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was what it was. It was okay, but man, it's like the show just really dragged up to. It did point. because you're supposed to look forward to the main event. Main event should be some type of stakes, not not for championships either. When I say stakes, I mean storyline advancement. Like something big should kind of happen. They should go off the air with a cliffhanger like WCW used to do all the time and make us want to come back next week. They kind of did, to be fair, with the uh, uh, Alaska, uh, Alexa part, right? And mm-hmm. Bray. 
they gave us that cliffhanger, whether you like the story or not, it's still a cliffhanger technically, but just the match itself. I don't know. We've seen it so many times I felt, or if we haven't, then that's even, that says even worse about it. Cause it feels like we have, which mm. is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's like, I hate to say this as a Marvel fanboy, but occasionally I've watched a Marvel movie and by the third act, I'm like, I'm just waiting for the end credit after credit scene to see what they set up next. I've kind of already checked out of this and yeah. just, you need to do something yeah. to excite me again. You know, yep. Dr. Strange. It's a good example of how I felt through the entire last third of Dr. Strange. Hmm. So, uh, okay. Jonathan Clayton has a, question that's a little more in depth but let's uh wrap this up uh first let's wrap up tonight then we'll go to the super chats all in all matt if you had to give this a grade and the grade were a color what would that color be what i'm trying to change it up bro we do this all the time well how if i say red well how do you know what 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 number value i value red well, we know you love Carolina blue, so it's not that. We know it's not Carolina blue. We know it's not black because black goes with everything. Okay, here we go. It is brown for the color of poop because that's what I thought of tonight's show. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a six and a half. <laughs> I'm going to go the color around. Um, yeah. Folks, when tonight's with show, the show was straight doo doo, you know it was. This was not a good show, guys. Outside of Lashley's entrance and uh, that, you miss nothing. Yeah. Supposed to be a mania season. It is, right? Fastlane. Fastlane's going to get it going. It's on Peacock. Maybe uh, Brock (laughs) comes back on that and then Peacock can promote the hell out of it. They'll do something. They'll give it a build. That would make me feel like mania's coming if Brock showed up. If they can get NBC... And NBC Universal in on promoting Mania. And remember, this could be the first Mania. It's going to be Peacock only. That's a huge promotion. But when SNL did their crossover with uh, WrestleMania, there That's was no mention of it on SNL. That's very interesting. I, so, dumb question I'm probably asking, but I don't know this answer. Is that how this works? Is NBC supposed to now promote WrestleMania? WWE? They should. They should. I mean, it is. I mean, it's their streaming service. So, uh, uh, but so like, on their network show, should they be playing commercials or saying, "Hey, WrestleMania coming this weekend," like that? Like that? I feel like they should. Right? Yeah. You're getting people to subscribe to your thing. Um, that would be t- huge. Is that bigger than Fox doing it? Yes. Fox <sighs> isn't promoting a pay per view. No, but Fox promotes right. SmackDown, and right. their ratings are man, they're what they are. Yeah, I would say a, a, during a football game, Fox promoting it, but we've seen it doesn't really lead to an increase in ratings. I mean, it, it, I always Crazy. it always throws me off when I see it when I see those SmackDown commercials during a NFL I game. Think, I think they've arrived. I'm like, wow, that's pretty freaking big time. I'm excited for them. Right. And then the, the show comes and the rating didn't go up much, yeah. if any. Right. But uh, NBC Universal needs more Peacock subscribers. Yeah. So that is a direct measurement. If they could get, I'm going to just toss out a number. If they could get quarter of a million, half a million new signups for WrestleMania, that would be huge for Peacock to do that one day. So you guys, like, you, uh, 
with the network, it's not automatically porting over. So if you don't oh. have Peacock, you have to sign up for it. It's not going to... What? Your, your network subscription is not going to port over. And there's, it's weird because they're losing like millions of people who have, you know, deactivated their accounts or not, you know, uh, at least email addresses that you could market to. And when you deactivate your account for the WWE Network, they send you a survey. I <coughs> to know why you canceled. And I made Which sure to let them know. That's reasonable. Well, I made sure to let them know it's because they took Swerved off the air and it was just never the same sense. <laughs> that's, that's your answer. Yeah. Yes. So, John Foster, 499, saying, what if they just play Brock's music after Roman wins at Mania and show Paul's shock as if he didn't know he was coming back? That would be interesting. It would pique my interest if they deliver on it, right? That would be interesting, for sure. That would yeah. be a cool twist. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah. WrestleMania tickets go on sale next week. Uh, oh, on that's 316. right. And they oh. range from $35 to $2,500. So the exact same pricing that they had for last year at the same stadium. But obviously it's two nights, so there's going to be combo packages, things like that, single ticket purchases. So There you go. Yeah. Mr. Botsky says Brock is too busy herding cattle. He is in Canada. Um, uh, and Matt, we got a question for you when you, when you come back here. Um, but anything else, Raj? Anything we're leaving out? Anything we're not talking about? Uh, what, there was one more thing. What else? Um, AEW Revolution. Apparently, they did really well. Uh, it's looking like it'll probably be their biggest pay per view number that they've done yet. Wow, good. So, yeah, good I, I, I don't know if it's the the main event, the combination of the or you know the big surprise teasing that, but it definitely uh, whatever it was, it worked. They trended on Google for the first time um, since their first pay per view. Well, good. Sergio Cardenas saying the Randy Orton Soldier Boy feud last week was the highlight of the week. You said I had a question. I came yes. back here specifically for your question. I'm sorry, Matt. Oh. Jonathan Clayton, $5, asked, Matt, what's the biggest regret of your wrestling career? Also, would you do a one-off if it was for charity? Well, he has. Uh, love the show as always, guys. Yeah, I, I've wrestled, shoot, two or three times now for different charities. I'm about to do it again next month as well, April 10th, or day before WrestleMania. Is that April 10th? Could be. Sounds like it. Saturday? Well, WrestleMania is Saturday and Sunday. And then mm, that right. Friday... Oh, wait, hold on a second. Um, so we got Wednesday's a takeover, Thursday's a takeover. Two-night takeover? Yeah, they're going to do a two-night takeover. What's uh, the 10th? What day is the 10th? Do we know? Saturday. Yeah, that's so, when I'm wrestling. I'll be wrestling at a charity event here. Oh, so you're going to miss night one of WrestleMania? Well, our event, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know why I had it in my head. WrestleMania would be one day. It hasn't been in like two years, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're I'm doing a huge deal here in our county, Seminole County, to raise money for a Hope and Healing Center. That's a new nice. uh, place for addicts. But uh, uh, biggest regret, I have no idea. Starting painkillers, maybe? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I'm at where I'm at without any trials and tribulations that I didn't have to get over. So I, I don't I don't regret anything, I don't think. It's true. You seem pretty damn happy with where you're, the path your life has gone down. And not many yeah. people can say that, especially former wrestlers. Yeah, eventually they figure it out, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, hope so. 
So one more thing. This Wednesday, they're teasing two huge announcements for NXT. Um, and so one is probably going to be the introductions of, of women's tag team titles. Uh, why? I don't know. I mean, they have a ton of talented women, so at least, at least it, uh, yeah. it's yeah. get some other storylines, get some on TV more. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the other, I'm guessing, is uh, the two-night takeover. Um, there are reports that NXT will be moving to Tuesday nights uh, starting the week after WrestleMania. And uh, mainly due to the hockey stuff, but obviously a lot of people are going to see that as a, a big loss to yeah, AEW. Yeah, surrender. Yeah. So, um so that it's possible that could be the announcement too, but I think it's probably going to be the two night takeover because it it feels early to be making that announcement yet. Val Parfenoff four ninety nine saying they should have Naomi join the Hurt business. Mm. Okay, it's better than what she's doing now. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, so I think that just about does it for tonight's edition of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Now, again, we want to thank the sponsor of this show, Stereo. Go to Stereo.com, download the app for iOS and Android, and once you get it, do us a favor. Follow Matt Morgan. Follow Glenn Rubenstein. We usually do our after shows on Monday nights. We did one Friday last week. You can go back and listen to it when you follow us. You can listen to all our past after shows on stereo. But additionally, you're going to get notified when we go live. What's going to be great is you guys drive the show. And I think we're going to try and do it at a different time this week. Some people said, oh, it'd be great if you could do it earlier. It'd be great if you could do it on a different night. So we're going to try some things out because we want you to be able to participate. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be good. Uh, and we thank Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Gang podcast. It's been great. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out next week if we're going to go back to Mondays or Fridays or whatever. But uh, be sure to download that app. Follow Matt Morgan. Follow Glenn Rubenstein. We thank Stereo for sponsoring Wrestling Inc. It's late on the East Coast, folks. Let's wrap this up here. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. And Wednesday night, who's on for AEW, Rush? Uh, right now, for sure, uh, Justin and Alfred. Cool. Sounds good. So until next time, folks, we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.